Every season is spooky season in our book. So settle in and prepare to be shook. You are listening to Shook, a comedic podcast about all things paranormal and unexplained. Hey friends, I'm Amanda. And I'm Santa. We have the funnest of fun facts. It's not just my fun fact, it's our fun fact. At the time that you are listening to this, we have some official Shook merch available. Please see if you're watching the YouTube cut, Amanda's amazing Shook sweatshirt. I love it. I have one on the way arriving tomorrow or else I'd be wearing mine right now too. But instead I'm wearing our Shook t-shirt which is from our first batch of Shook shirts. But if you want one that looks like this, or if you want one similar to this, you can get one in the merch store, which will be linked in the show notes and also available in our link tree, which is on our website, on our Instagram, everywhere. Yeah. We will make it very easy for you to find our merch. So come on. Also fun fact real quick. We have a few new Patreon members that I want to shout out. I want to give a shout out to Ash, Elizabeth, and Indira. Welcome to Patreon. Yay. And if you're on the Patreon, you already knew that we have merch because that was announced to y'all first and foremost. So the actual fun fact is that it's Aquarius season. Happy birthday, Aquarian friends. Happy birthday to Amanda. Oh, thanks. My birthday actually falls on Mardi Gras this year. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but I'm pretty pretty here for it because it's Mardi Gras, a.k.a. Fat Tuesday. Maybe I can get me a king cake birthday cake this year. That might be pretty pretty lit. But... If that's what you want, if that's what you <laughs> want, you're going to get it. I want a king cake, and I want a pet king snake. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for my fun facts. Uh, it's a Shook Stories episode, and I think you're first. So the first story that I'm going to be presenting today is from our sweet baby angel Cassandra who happens to be celebrating a birthday the day before this episode comes out so happy birthday Cassandra also known as living dead Barbie (laughs) um if you know you know because she sent us a story in the past so yes happy birthday queen happy birthday and Oh my gosh. And her unboxing was so cute of the, okay. So before I introduce the story from Cassandra, I sent her some friendship bracelets in the mail, some very special ones because I actually just wanted to because she is such a awesome supporter. By the way, if you want a friendship bracelet, just let me know because I will send it. And I will keep doing it. You just tell me, slide into the DMs to me or Shook Podcast or Amanda or whoever. I'll send you a bracelet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't think I won't. When I asked her for her address, I didn't know that it was going to be her birthday. But it just lined up perfectly that it was like, oh, birthday unboxing, birthday episode. Happy birthday, Cassandra. And I'm going to read your story now. So Cassandra said, okay, so this had me shook. Hey ghouls, it's Cassandra. I'm back with some more stories for y'all. I had just listened to the recent listener story and I kid you not, I tried so hard not to fangirl at work so I had to contain myself, lol. One of our last Shook Stories episodes also featured a story from Cassandra. So after listening to the episode when y'all were talking about glitches, 
I started remembering that I had a glitch in the matrix somehow. Now, following back to my story from last time, when I mentioned that I dreamt of something that would then become reality, well, I remember this one dream of mine very vividly. This was when I was still living in New York State. I now live in South Carolina. My family and I moved a lot when I was younger. I think it was sometime right after I graduated high school in 2015. I had a dream in this one specific house. I don't remember what I was doing in the dream. I just remembered the details of this house. Fast forward to 2016, my family and I moved into a new house, thinking it would be my parents' forever home. P.S. It was not, but I'll get to that in future stories. I remember walking into this house that we had moved into, and I had this weird feeling of deja vu, like I'd been in this house before. Then I remembered the dream that I had a year before. So I think I experienced some glitch in the matrix. I hope y'all enjoyed reading my story, and I hope it shook y'all. LOL. Oh, before I forget, I do also go by Cassie or Cass. See you on the other side. Okay, glitch in the matrix. Would, would that constitute as a glitch in the matrix? Honestly, hunty, anything is possible. Anything is pos. So Cassandra, I don't know if that's a glitch in the matrix or if you're just low-key a medium because you dreamed of the house back in the day before you ever entered the house. In the glitch in the matrix episode that we did, I did mention that dreams and deja vu can come into play sometimes. So yeah, I could see it being potentially a glitch, but it also could just be that she's a medium. Who knows? Honestly, it's a head scratcher. Yeah, either way, very cool. Sorry that it didn't end up being the forever home, but I'm staying tuned for the tea on that. Anyways, do you have a Shook story you would like to share? Yes, I do have a story. This one comes in from our listener, Ellie. Ellie says, so this had me shook. When I was 17, my parents kicked me out, paid my rent, and gave me $100 a week for groceries. Like any sensitive, substance-abusing, scared, unsupervised, and abandoned-feeling teen, I managed to find myself in some less-than-optimal physical health situations. On one occasion, I found myself desperately ill with a fever, respiratory distress, and all-over general malaise. Rather than go to the doctor, I proceed to self-medicate as one does when convinced I can heal myself. My dear, healthy friend, Katie joined me in order to keep me company and make sure I was not dying. I'm exaggerating. This was 35 years ago, and while I was sometimes high as a kite, I was not hallucinating or using mind or mood-altering drugs. Pneumonia was bad enough. As we were drifting to sleep, I was facing the big window covered by the ever-classic felt blanket to facilitate daytime sleeping. Suddenly, I saw the blanket suck flush to the frame of the window, which was closed and locked securely. Not to mention, this wasn't a light linen covering the window. I couldn't have done it if I tried. Simultaneously, I hear a disembodied voice whisper, soothingly, You have to believe. Everything is going to be okay. I rolled over towards Katie and I said, Did you say something? No, she mumbled. I thought it was you. It definitely wasn't me or Katie. We both heard it, so it wasn't my fever, which was mild, and certainly not high enough to cause hallucinations. I wasn't high, and neither was she, because my lungs were struggling for oxygen. Even cigarettes were out. 
Today, after being sober for nearly three years, by the grace of God or the universe or whoever is out there, I know that this was my spirit guide, my grandma, Ellie. My dad named me for her, though we never met. She has come to me several times when I was convinced that I may not last the night to remind me that I am okay and I just have to believe. She also reminds me, no matter how abandoned I feel, I am never alone. Thanks for reading this. I hope it warmed your heart and shook you in a loving way like it did me. Take care and hold on. Enjoy the ride. Love, Ellie. Ellie, that is really so beautiful and sweet and I think it's wonderful that you were named after your grandmother honestly that's the coolest thing I love a good name hand-me-down like that's the epitome of love if you ask me I love it when people share the same name over generations and congratulations on being three years sober that's fantastic I myself haven't had alcohol in over two years I think that's pretty cool and I too had pneumonia when I was a kid when I was a badass kid I actually almost died when I had pneumonia in first grade, I missed a month of school. And I remember feeling like I was going to die when my dad tapped on my shoulder as I was napping on the couch facing like the inside of the couch. And he handed me one of those like spiral graph things, you know, the toys in the 90s where you stick a pen in and it makes a little flower shape whenever you circle. I was always into crafts like that, still am. But when I saw it, I was just like, okay, and like I'm dying. <laughs> like, I don't care. So I get the feeling, been there. Um, I'm glad that you pulled through that night and every other night that you've had a hardship. And I think your words at the end were very encouraging. Definitely, whatever you're going through out there, just hold on. Things will get better. Yes, that was a beautiful story. And yeah, it was shook in a, what did she say? Shook in a good way? In a loving way. Or in a loving way. It was very much shook in a loving way. It was not scary. Seriously, Ellie, that was awesome. Please keep sending your stories in if you have any more because that was beautiful. Yes, that was amazing. I honestly am very, very proud of you for using your grandmother's communication with you as a catalyst to get sober. Clearly, you know, that was a pivotal moment that like could have definitely gone another way. So she came through when you needed her the most and that's seriously amazing. And I would love to receive some communication like that. I, I hope that for everyone, that if we're ever in like a near-death NDE moment, a nurturing spirit from our family or from our ancestry appears to us and communicates with us in some way to bring us back or to help us cross over either, either one. Yeah. I'm a simple girl. I just want to make sure that the spirit guides have my back. And yours obviously do, Ellie. And so please keep up the amazing work because I know it's work. But yeah, thank you so much for sending that story in. Santa, a little birdie told me that our birthday girl, Cassandra, sent you another story as well. She did. She <laughs> did. Okay, so in further celebration of Cassandra's birthday, I am reading a second story by Cassandra, also known as Cassie, also known as Cass, also known as Living Dead Barbie. Anyways, here's Cassandra's story. Hey ghouls, so before I get into the story, I think that I should update y'all. The grandmother that I had mentioned in my first story is sadly no longer with us. She passed away a year ago, so I'm kind of still grieving. The holidays are very hard for me now, so I thought I'd update y'all about that. 
So Cassandra originally sent us this back in December around the holidays, just so listeners know. Okay, so I had just remembered another experience. It's more of my dad's experience, but I thought that I'd share it because I sometimes think back on it. So this happened many years ago. I might have been nine or ten at the time. So my aunt and uncle on my dad's side owned an inn at the time. It's still around to this day. It's called Inn on the Main in Canandaiga, New York. They no longer own it, unfortunately, but it's probably for the best. This inn also has a live-in apartment attached, which my uncle and my aunt would let us family stay in. Now, this is where the experience had happened. Before I go into my dad's experience, before I had known about me being clairvoyant, I had always known that there was something off about this little apartment. I had a sense of something sinister. What makes this even creepier is there was this little tiny door, quite similar to the door in Coraline. It was sealed shut. I kid you not, so very much like in Coraline. And this said door was in the master bedroom. So I guess this one time when we stayed in the apartment, my dad woke up one morning and had three scratches down his chest. Just saying that now is very creepy because that means that we were in the presence of something quite possibly demonic. It still gives me chills to this day when I think about it. That's all for now, ladies. See y'all in the next episode. Stay shook and love y'all and all that you do. Thank you so much, Cassandra. That was like honestly so funny how you ended it though. <laughs> You're like, anyway, gotta go. Wait, a demon though? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we were talking about how our humor is we love the abrupt cut to something I love totally that different. Shit, yes. Can I tell yeah. everybody about how you were voice memoing me? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the other day, Santa, you know, one of those days, every day, we were voice chatting back and forth. And I don't remember what it was that Santa said, but it was something so like deadpan funny. And then all of a sudden she sends me a second voice clip, totally unrelated, of just her sizzling her beyond sausage patty. <laughs> it was like, so that's that. It was just so silly. It was the bridesmaid one. <laughs> Yeah. So our voice memos get like really crazy. Like we go back and forth and sometimes we'll just be like riffing on this narrative situation. It's like we're doing improv, but it's voice memos. Yeah. And back and forth. And we just like play a character. I don't know. It's just a weird improv voice memo exercise. Yeah. That is very impromptu as well. And that day we were doing, I don't know, it was like a bachelor, bachelorette party that had gone awry and the, the bride-to-be was very drunk and hooking up with this guy named Chad in the Nashville bar bathroom and slurring her words and stuff. Yeah, this is my last night in Nashville. Why? Because I'm getting married tomorrow. Yeah, I'm getting married tomorrow, but that's okay because I'm not married yet, so we can still just, you know, can hook up. It's okay. It's not, it doesn't count. My fiance said that I could have all that. So yeah, if you guys want to hear more of this particular voice memo back and forth narrative, 
that's going to be available on Patreon very, very soon following the release of this episode. If you like that type of content, we will keep putting that on Patreon because we have a wealth of this type of content available that could be definitely shared. Oh, Um, yeah. But it's just kind of stuff that we find funny. And if you guys find it funny, too, let us know. We'll put some more on there. Yeah. If you guys think we're funny on the podcast, you don't even you don't even know the way we talk to each other in text. It's like I can't breathe sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Especially these little improv sessions we do. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got a gold mine of Anna Nicole voice memos. Yeah. Can you give them a hey? If you're interested. Let's hear it. Let's hear Hey Howard. Okay, so Anna Nicole, in like the actual Anna Nicole show, she would ask her husband, her second husband, Howard, or I don't even know if he was actually her husband, but he was like her lawyer and then she ended up dating him. Yeah. She would ask him to do everything. Like there was one episode where she was like, Howard, I dropped my lipstick in the toilet. Will you get, will you get my lipstick out of the toilet for me? Just reach in there and get it for me helpless queen that type of yes. stuff so it's anna nicole smith and other content like literally it's just jump into some voice and then that's the theme until we exhaust the theme so if you like that stuff let us know but back to Cass, uh real quick but back to our birthday queen Cass. yes um hope you had the best birthday ever Cass. and the whole demonic thing that's that's terrifying. And I, I hope that you don't have to come across anything like that again. Um, but yeah, the abrupt way that you said may have been demonic. Anyway, I gotta go. That was that was so funny. <laughs> that that was right up my humor alley. Yeah, it was very, very on brand with what we like. So yes. thank you, Cassandra. Um, I've got one more, and you're not gonna believe who this story is from. You've already heard. From my mom, my sister-in-law, my sister. You've heard from almost the whole fam family, but you haven't heard from my dad. That's right. My dad, Randy, sent in a story. So so we were just ta- chatting about paranormal stuff. I think he had just listened to an episode of Shook. He was like, did I ever tell you about the wash house that's haunted? And I was like, excuse me? No. So then he just starts texting me, and I'm just going to read you what he said. He said, my grandfather bought 29 acres of uphill sloping farmland on Noah Reed Road between Shallowford Road and Bonnie Oaks Drive north of Chickamauga Creek and south of the Louisville Nashville Railroad. So this is in Chattanooga, y'all. On the farm were two small forests known as the Pine Thicket and the North Woods. The Pine Thicket was northwest of the Wash House and the North Woods were northeast of the Wash House. Both stands were uphill from the Wash House and between the stands was the barn directly north of the Wash House. To the northwest, beyond the pine thicket, was an old graveyard. The headstones of the graveyard were weathered to rubble when I first saw them as a child. I believe that there were six or seven graves there. However, I do not know if there was anyone that we knew buried out there. I mentioned the railroad that formed the west boundary of the farm. Over many years, trigger warning guys, over the years many people have been found dead on or along the tracks that bordered the farm. So that's like the first part of the story. And I started asking my dad about my Uncle Bubba, Uncle Alan, his brother who's passed away. And he said, 
your uncle and I believed that the old wash house on our grandparents' farm was haunted. The old wash house was a tiny one-room house about 50 yards away from my grandparents' house. It was a white clapboard house that they used for junk storage, mainly old doors, glass, knickknacks, things like that. And all the times that I visited the farm, I never went inside it or even saw its door opened. It stood between the main house and the fence that sealed the north pasture almost like it stood watch over the farm. I remember my grandpa Carl telling me when I was little to stay away from the wash house, but he never said why. However, when I was six or seven years old, I stood on the small concrete stoop at the front of the wash house and tried peering through the smudgy, dirty window that was in the center of the front door. My brother and cousin Sandy were standing there too on either side of me. I remember looking through the window and trying to see what all was stored in the wash house. I remember seeing an old sink, a faucet, and stacks of glass panes from left to right. In the right rear corner of the wash house, I saw five or six old doors leaning in a stack against the back wall of the wash house. Then I saw some of the doors move. It seemed to rock slightly from right to left. I screamed in terror. I turned back to the main house and ran as fast as I could to the back porch where my parents, grandparents, and aunt and uncle were sitting and talking. I was crying and screaming as I ran. Blinded by my tears, I ran through the rose bush that stood between the main house and the wash house. The thorns ripped through the flesh of my arms and legs. I was bleeding all over and I could not stop screaming. My mother ran off the porch to get me. The only thing I remember after that was my grandmother saying to me, Son, I told you not to go there. While I would return to the farm as years have passed after my grandfather passed, I never went near the wash house again. I may have told your mom about that when we last visited the farm before my grandmother passed. I thought about it a few times back when I was in Tennessee, but I never mentioned it again until tonight when I told you. My mother never knew her oldest brother, Douglas, who died from a case of diphtheria when he was just four years old, about 10 years before my mom was born. My grandparents bought that farm when my mom was in the ninth grade and moved from the home that they had in East Chattanooga to the farm in Tyner. Alan, my uncle, believed that Douglas haunted their home in East Chattanooga and was the reason that my grandfather wanted to move to the farm. Alan once told me that he believed Douglas moved with them and moved into that wash house. So there's a few things that are going on here. There's a graveyard near the farm. There's a railroad track where several people have lost their lives, either by suicide or other nefarious reasons. And then you have the potential spirit of my, what would he be? My great uncle, my Nani's brother that I never got to meet, that she never got to meet. She actually told me the story about how her brother died. Her mom had just had baby Douglas. He was just a little thing. And he was perfectly healthy, but there was a woman that they were in connection with. And I guess she needed a favor from my Nani's mom. And she said, I need to bring my kid over real quick to get something. Well, it turns out the kid had diphtheria and didn't think that that was a faux pas to bring a very sick child. Well, of course, Douglas got diphtheria and he passed away. So a few different things at play here. The wash house could be haunted by the people in the graveyard, the people who died on the railroad tracks, or baby Douglas, or some other unknown entity. Wait, Douglas 
passed away when he was just a little baby? He was four, I believe. Four, okay. And he passed away well, before my nanny was born. She never got to meet him. And then there's a story on Patreon that I posted. My nanny's telling a story, and I'm I'm not positive that it's related, but my nanny said that she had seen a ghost, and it may have been on the farm, and that was an adult spirit. She said she was cooking some beans, and she saw a spirit. And I don't remember if that was the farm or somebody else's house. Um, but I think really, you know, if you're a small kid and you're peering through a dirty window and you see stuff moving around that is supposed to be just standing there, I mean, that would freak me out too. And then yeah. to add insult to injury, he literally gets cut up by thorns of a rose bush. So sorry you got scared, Dad. I hope I hope that it was just Douglas trying to say hi and not trying to scare you. Yeah, I'm hoping it was Douglas because if it was Douglas, then it wasn't like ill intent malintent yeah so let's say that it's douglas because i don't don't know who else it would be besides other troubled spirits that's right um that is a wrap for our shook stories hope y'all enjoyed it we'll probably have another shook stories episode come out around the time that we are at oregon ghost conference maybe the day before we have to leave or something like that um i'm so excited if you're coming to oregon ghost conference let us know yes please do come on if you celebrate valentine's day we hope you all have a very happy valentine's day i wanted to get into invisible string theory a little bit but i'm probably gonna save that for another time because i could go for a long time yeah. talking about that. We could definitely do that in the future. We had to really like, we have to probably like cap this because Amanda is coughing up a lung seriously, yeah. which Sorry, no one's going to know that when they listen to this episode. No one's going <laughs> to ever know. How will they know? But that's been happening yeah. all the live long time we've been recording and Dear God, if we got into invisible string theory, yeah, we'd be recording till 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, we'd be burning definitely. the midnight oil. We really would. So, like, just to give you guys some perspective, Santa's gonna hate editing this episode because every four minutes, I feel like I'm like, <laughs> like Robitussin commercial. Um, yeah, like, literally, I also like really fucked it up at the beginning too. Oh no, it's fine. But like, <clears throat> the moment. The moment Santa started telling Cass's first story, I went, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I literally, it was one of those coughing attacks where your whole, like, you're just crying. You're coughing so hard. Mm-hmm. It's like that yeah. one little thing in the back of your throat. But basically, everybody around breathe. me has been sick, so I'm not surprised I got sick again. So hopefully this bug will clear up before my actual birthday yeah i believe it'll be you'll be feeling better than this for sure happy birthday me happy birthday Cass. happy birthday stephanie happy birthday to my friend sierra to chase anybody who's got a birthday this month y'all happy death day <laughs> to my happy dad uh, hugs I don't like think I don't like to think about it, but I have to. Yeah. Whenever it happens. And it's never been ten years before. 
no that's a that's a big a big deal do you have like a a ritual or anything you like to do on his behalf no I don't know I I usually go through some of his stuff I don't have a lot of his belongings because when he died he just didn't Mm -hmm. have a lot of things so I have what little things that he did have and I usually go through it but anyways I'm about ready to get off here yeah Okay, I guess that is our show. Thank you so much for sending in all of your Shook stories. We really love reading them, and we'll have another Shook stories episode coming out here in the next few weeks. So y'all stay tuned and stay Shook. Thank you so much for tuning into Shook. New episodes of Shook drop every other Wednesday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. For more information on today's episode, please check out our show notes. And until next time, stay shook. Do you have a personal paranormal encounter you'd like to share with us? If so, visit our website, shookpodcast.com, and fill out our contact form. Or send us an email at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com. And one last thing, friends, Shook is a 100% independently produced podcast. So please consider supporting our show by either leaving a review or contributing to our Patreon page. You can find that at patreon.com slash shookpodcast.